Welcome to the Worship Poor podcast, where we talk about Christian worship for worshipers. So sit back or hit the gas and pour yourself some coffee as we begin this journey answering questions like, what is Christian worship? What does it mean for our churches? How does it affect our daily lives and our families? Is worship simply a song or is it so much more? I pray that as we take this journey, you will not simply gain a better understanding of Christian worship as a concept, but you will leave better and able to worship. After all, we were created to be and are worshipers. Well, welcome to the Worship Poor podcast, where we talk about Christian worship for worshipers. Uh, today is super exciting uh, for two reasons. One, we are welcoming Ben Brandon back on the podcast. Let's go. Oh, yeah. And we're also introducing uh, a four-part episode series that we're going to do um, and kind of calling it Dear Church Member. Um, and, and it's simply uh, because the heart behind it is wanting to kind of be a resource in our limited knowledge just of things that we've learned um, and kind of point it not towards the pastor, to the worship leader, to those pursuing ministry, but to the people who fill the chairs and the pews every single Sunday and want to know more about why we do things that we do. So it's going to be called Dear Church Member, and it's going to have four different parts. And the first one, which we're going to talk about today, is on greeting, like both a greeting time and greeting new visitors uh, when they come to church. I just want to talk about, you know, why it's important uh, and how it connects to the actual worship service. Uh, But as always, we're going to open up uh, this episode with scripture and prayer. And we're going to begin just kind of reading through the Psalms uh, each episode, either a shorter Psalm, just reading the whole one, or just part part of a psalm. Um, I just thought it was the perfect thing to begin a podcast like this. So starting with Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Father, we just uh, ask that you would uh, use this time both as beneficial for Ben and I, but also for anyone listening to this episode that... Uh, we might be further equipped and uh, given understanding as to why we do uh, the things that we do when it comes to our worship gatherings and and what we do uh, in our churches Um, and pray that we would uh, learn how to, uh, one, view and be a part of those things, but also uh, incorporate things that point directly to you and your heart for your people. Father, I pray that you would do this and use this uh, episode in that way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Ben, as we begin today, we're going to kind of do a little bit of a a pivot and go to what is your favorite coffee drink? Favorite coffee drink. Easy answer is a honey latte with oat milk. Just two shots, a little bit of honey steamed in with some oat milk. 
not 12 ounces, like eight. Eight's like the perfect amount. So like it's like a <clears throat> normal temp cortado. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So more cappuccino. Size. Yeah, I guess like yeah, flat, yeah. flatter cappuccino. Yeah. 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 Currently That's drinking good. a diet coke though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that mine. Honestly, I get it. There's one that I get more places, but right now I've been hooked again on the brown sugar cinnamon latte at Black mm. and White with oat milk. It's good. That one's good. It's but good. my general like that I get other places yeah. is a uh, honey cinnamon latte with oat okay. milk. So I yeah, add the yeah. cinnamon in there. I think but honey just as a natural sweetener is better. So much better than all of like the other yeah. syrups and things. Yeah. That you and get. It, well, once you're on the honey thing for a while, and you go back to like a sweetener. It's not like, oh, it's sugar, whatever, sugar's fine. I, I'm just saying, like, flavor-wise, honey just tastes more, like, real. Oh, yeah, and you kind of get a you get a smack <clears> both <throat> in the sweetness but in the fakeness. <laughs> yeah, hey, come on. Come oh, on. but, um, yeah, no, both both wonderful. I, I'll have to try it without cinnamon, I think. Just, just it's try probably it even better. Me. I might just add cinnamon to mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to try your version and yeah. you try my version. Yeah. <laughs> well... As we kind of uh, dive in, I'm going to let you, Ben, kick us off, just kind of answering uh, really first the question of what does your church do in regard to greeting visitors? So kind of the point of, you know, they step foot in the door. How does your church incorporate them or or greet them, whether it's before or after? Because as uh, on the last podcast, when I kind of gave your your, um, intro, introduction, mentioned that you are both the is it worship, worship director and connections, and connections. Yeah. okay yeah yeah so. so connections is really just from the time you step in the door till the time you're serving you know joining the church and serving kind of everything in between that is my area so first impressions greeting uh the first the first uh next steps class is what we call it the connections what you know getting to know the church and pursuing membership class and then <clears throat> and then joining the church, going through elder meetings, like I schedule those, and then getting people plugged into serving, like that that whole, people call it assimilation. Some people don't like that word. Um, so we do, so as far as grading, um, we have a first impressions team. They take care of all of that. So um, they, we have three entrances, and so we have people at each entrance. We have two, three desks, so we have people at each desk. Um, and each Sunday we try to have two people outside, um, and we can go into why that's important later, but outside the doors. Uh, and then we have uh, folks inside at the desk, and that's really like information. So if the people outside see, hey, they don't look, I don't know them, and they're new, we bring them to the desk, give them the information, and then walk them to the sanctuary, to Sunday school, wherever they're going. <clears throat> and then we also have another position, which has been named, uh, what, they, what my pastor calls it, the, uh, the ninja position. And basically, yeah, like they're they're like they're I the like greeting. I, I will. Uh, I'm gonna come to your church now. Yeah. Sorry, Holly. You should and just be the ninja. Yeah, they <laughs> they they call it the he calls it the greeting ninja, and all it is is people who stand in the sanctuary or around the sanctuary and really just try to cherry pick people who they don't know. Hey, I've never seen them before. I'm gonna go say hey to them, and if they're new, they'll sit with them. And so their goal is literally just to like cherry pick and make sure nobody kind of walks in and escapes through like doesn't get greeted you wanted to come in and not be seen (laughs) sorry you thought wrong church dude (laughs) so that's kind of that's kind of how we do it we do a follow-up if they have fill out a connections card i'll send them an email and then our pastor sends them an email so 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And <laughs> and kind of the other half to this, which I'll I'll touch on a little bit, is like I mentioned, there's the greeting time, and then there's the uh, kind of greeting and and connections with visitors coming in. And so like uh, some churches simply have like the greeting of visitors yeah. outside, bringing them in, making them feel comfortable, things like that. And then some churches, which my church, uh, Holly Grove, does this, and that is the uh, kind of actual greeting time yeah. during the service. And now there's different ways. We were talking before mentioning like greeting times that ask uh, visitors to like stand. And like this is nothing at any <laughs> yeah. churches that, that do that. <clears throat> yeah. But like ours is more about like go around, hey, refill on some coffee, kind of making it, I don't know, it's like we're a country church, so yeah, it's like almost yeah. homey, like relational, yeah. um, but like go across the room and talk to somebody you haven't met, and it's kind of an opportunity to welcome people to the family yeah. in that way, um, and so I think that both of those uh, are, are super crucial, not saying like if you don't have one of them, oh man, you're you're really failing your people, you're failing your visitors. But I think both of them play a very important part in how church, how the churches have done and choose to do yeah. um, that aspect of worship. So um, those are kind of the two areas in that kind of gamut of greeting. Yeah. And I kind of want to jump back to why is it really even a part of our yeah. church's practice to greet visitors and you mentioned like talking about why people would be outside the door and why is it important yeah. that we do that yeah being outside's a big deal um the church all right a, a book that i'll reference later talks about how uh, you know you, you lose you lose what it's like to be a visitor at your church once you're you, once you're a member and you've been there for a while you kind of forget what it's like to visit your church to visit a, any church really because you go to the same one and see the same people and that's great and so we just we just know that if you walk up to a place you've never been to and there's no one outside and the doors are closed and usually the windows have like a reflective film so you can't see inside, then it's that's intimidating to just walk up on a building and you know you're and, and you can go into the depths of this but you know if you're an unbeliever or you're you know you're, you don't really want to go to church and you're just trying because you know it's the thing to do, <clears throat> we want to remove every distraction every possible like hindrance from your literally your first steps into the building. So, and then, you know, for all other visitors as well. And so that's kind of why we do that. Um, you know, there's, I think there's we can, biblical reason. I, most practically, I just think it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's, we want people to feel comfortable. I think that's the biggest thing is you just want people to feel comfortable where they're at. Um, and, and it's going to help them, I would even say, be receptive to the, the gospel in the sense of like, oh, these people are hospitable. They care about their guests. They care about people who they don't know. Therefore, like, we may have more kind of you know, clout for them to sit and listen because then they're going to go, they trust, you know, at least, hey, they care mm-hmm. about me as a person. I, you know, and then I think biblically, there's really one passage that I, I tell my first impressions team is Romans fifteen seven. therefore welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you to the glory of God. He's talking to the Roman church. He's saying, welcome one another. Um, and then, you know, Hebrews 13 talks about you, you might entertain angels, you know, as strangers, some who are, who are angels. And so, don't neglect to show hospitality for doing this. Some have welcomed angels as guests without knowing it. And, you know, not to go into all of what that means, but just I think you see some even biblical warrant to welcome people. So, Yeah, and I think especially when you're viewing the church as the family that it is, um, it, it, you're entering into, I think a lot of people have called it or still do, um, like the church is like 
Or you're entering into the house of God. Like we we yeah. talk about it more like not as that's what we use to call our church buildings, yeah. but I think that that language is beautiful in that sense because it does like you are the hosts and the yeah. hostesses for the house of God and like you know inviting people in, and I think that that's where like in a different way the kind of like greeting time during the service um, plays a part. I think. Um, with both of these, at least I at some point have struggled with, but how does that relate to the actual worship service? Because like for us, like, I don't, I don't know, maybe an unbeliever comes in and sits in our church and then like we do, I welcome everybody, ask them to stand and sing. We sing a song, have somebody come up, they do welcome and announcements. And then we go into this, all right, as we usually do, uh, go refill on some coffee, greet one another, you know, it almost could feel like it's a break in the worship service. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, like, kind of reminding people that, no, that welcoming is not only scripturally commanded, but we're called to fellowship with one another and encourage yeah. one another. And that, especially as believers, like, I love that greeting time as a part of our service, but it is it is hard, and I'm trying to think through, and I wish I could, like, jump into this podcast with all the answers, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> But right. trying to think through how do you make sure that our— Church members don't feel like, oh, okay, it's a pause in the service, but it's an yeah. actual part. Um, yeah. And I think that that also kind of translates into this greeting guests, like, from the beginning of the door. Like, yeah. So how, how exactly, I guess, is my question, does it tie into the actual worship gathering as a whole? Yeah. I just think, you know, as far as, like, excellence is concerned, we're, you know, we, we are gathering to worship. And so <clears throat> from welcoming people all the way to playing songs that people can worship to and sing and from preaching a sermon that people can worship to by hearing the word, I just think every, every detail we need to be excellent in, you know, and at least pursue excellence. All, in a way, you, know, um, you know, and so, you, you know, you're not, excellence, not perfection, I guess, is that in that sense. But it all kind of ties together. I think you're... You're coming together as a family in a majority of family who have the spirit, and so there, there's that uh, that bond of the spirit. And you're and so you're not just welcoming. It's not just about guests. I guess my mind goes straight to guests because that's my job. But <laughs> yeah. but it's not just about guests. It's about your family. It's about your church family. And and you know in your greeting them, you can. I mean, you know, there's been times where I've, hey, how's it going? You know, good to see you guys. How's and you just know they tell you, hey, this something's wrong or something's going on in their life, and then. That kind of changes the way that I lead worship because I, I know, like, I'm you know, praying for this person, or then you you kind of learn more about your family, and then you're able to uh, walk through the service with them in mind, with those people in mind, or or things are great, and you're just you can sing a song and then just man, just praise is just lifting up from your heart because you're like, yeah, because that person told me how awesome this thing went, and God, you're just so good, and so they, it's all tied together in that way. I mean, just knowing your people. Yeah, and I think it's beautiful you mentioned uh, before. Just talking about, like, man, you have more grip on people's attentions and yeah. hearts when they know that you care For about sure. them. And yeah. they're not just sitting in the pew. Uh, there's this, I think, this kind of lie slash myth that I've heard. Uh, I'm calling it a myth. I've never heard it called a myth, but I, I've heard it called <laughs> a lie. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, no, I've heard it called a, li- call a lie, but just of that people want to be able to show up to church and disappear. Oh, Maybe for sure. Maybe that's what people want, kind yeah. of. 
in the forefront of their mind, but that's not really what their hearts desire. Their hearts yeah. desire fellowship. Yeah. That's what we were, what we were created for. Yeah. And so I, I love that aspect of you know, it fits into the worship service when people are walking in the door, greeting them, both church members and yeah. guests, because they're like, man, I want to worship with these people yeah. because they actually know God by the way they act. Well, and, and sometimes people need you to prod them. I, I know many times where I've walked in and you know, unless someone asked me, I wasn't telling them how things were going. And I didn't want to, honestly, like, you know, sin or whatever. And, and so I think a part of that is we need prodding. All of us need to be poked and prodded, even when we don't want to. Yeah. And, and uh, I think the same thing goes for, like, our greeting time that we do. Like, um, again, I like to brag on my church a lot. I, yeah. I think you do the same. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the beauty of that is almost like sometimes I feel like people come rushed into the service and this is like the beauty of how we do it. Um, people are still coming in kind of as this first song comes in. So like you kind of walk through the doors and get your bulletin and like you're greeted in that sense. But then we sing this song that kind of brings us all together and you lay aside everything that's been going on. And as I'm sure many families know, like, it's not the easiest thing to get kids out the door. That's right. So they're coming in, like... I say that like I have kids, but yeah, I get it. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they're coming in all, like, flustered and ready, and they're trying to worship. But, like, yep. when they're coming in, we're singing a song, it's a reset, and then we get to greet one another with that welcoming yeah. spirit. And I think that both of those things, like, play such a huge role in just the beautiful aspect of the church is not just for the weekly routine. It's yeah. for the people and for the family, for those who we want to be in the family. And I think that's the biggest thing is somebody told me once uh, in regards to like greeting visitors and things like that is yeah. we have to greet our visitors like we want them to be a part of our family, not like they're visiting and watching. Yeah. And I was like, man. Yeah, that, that's good. <laughs> that, that's good. Um, but yeah, so I guess, um, if to make it hard, cause I didn't write this down for you. <laughs> nice. So, uh, <laughs> if you were to say like the most important reason to make sure that we're greeting like visitors and even our family, you know, as they're coming in the door, what would you kind of say is like, this is the most important, um, yeah. reason why I think two things first is you, you just don't know where people are at and you know the purpose of the body is to chisel one another you know it's the bride it's to to know people intimately on a different level than everyone else knows them because you have that bond of the spirit um and so you'll never know if you don't ask and so greeting welcoming you know talking to folks that's a that's a big deal just in general for knowing your people because you may not see them all week you may not have small group structure like weekday small groups or whatever and so that might be the only time you talk to these people and see them and i think secondly would be you would want someone to do that to you you know obviously do unto others right um and so for the same reason i would say you know maybe you know treat treat others greet others in the way you would want to be greeted especially if if you know it's difficult it's going to be hard and then do it right like that's so i would say yeah first just because that's how you get to know your family that's how you get to know people that's how you can pray for people and then secondly because we all would want the same thing done for us and so yeah yeah and i think the last comment i want to make in regards to that uh, topic is just 
you mentioned the language of a first impressions team. I know most yeah. churches are familiar with like a greeters and, and yeah. welcomers or whatever you call them. But the reality is if you're a member of the church, like, man, you be you be the the best greeter there is, even if you're not serving yeah. as a greeter. Like if you notice that somebody's not sitting like that you don't know is sitting next to you, turn and greet them yeah. and welcome to the home of Holly yeah. Grove or the home of Wake Crossroads. Yeah. Um, I think that, that that is a beautiful thing to empower our church members with is reminding them, hey, you don't have to serve on the greeting team yeah. to be a huge part in greeting one another. As as the the leader of our first impressions team, Melanie, my pastor's wife would say, is get up. You know, <laughs> if you know if you don't know somebody, get up. Go go talk to them. Go be uncomfortable. Because you would want that done to you if you went and visited someone else's church. You'd want someone to go, oh, I don't know who you are. Let me let me ask your name. So just get up. Yeah. That's a good word. A really good word. Good word. I've got a sticker on my other water bottle that says get up. <laughs> is that is that why? Yeah, oh, she made she them. Made them? <laughs> That's, <laughs> she great. Them out. Yeah. That's great. She said, get up. <laughs> get go. Up. Go visit them. <laughs> go say hi. Yeah, that's fine. Oh. Well, as we close, um, I wanted to ask, do you have a book recommendation for us? I do. Um, it's called Becoming a Welcoming Church by Tom Rainer. It's, it's short. It's, it's easy read, short chapters, good stories, uh, reflection questions at the end of each chapter. It's a really if, – if you, if you start anywhere, I think that's a good just like foundation to start as you know, it goes through cleanliness of the church, not just welcoming and stuff like that. So like mm-hmm. signage and just you know, being too friendly. Are you being superficially friendly? So it walks through a lot of very basic – things that a lot of folks don't think through and I hadn't thought through until I've read it. So it's very helpful. Yeah. Awesome. Which I will share the link, um, to that book in the show notes. Um, because it's, as we've said this whole time, it's not just for the people on the greeting team, but it's called becoming a welcoming church. Um, and so again, uh, I think part of this whole series is wanting to, in our limited knowledge, out of what we've been taught and learned, to kind of say, hey, church, yeah. here's why we do this. Here's why it's important that you play a crucial role in that. Because whether or not you're intentionally playing a crucial role in that, you are. Um, and I think that— I wish our whole church could read this book. I mean, we, we've thought about it. So yeah, might happen. Well, I, I've actually heard of the book before, but personally, I've yeah. never read it, so it's, it's now on my you can have this reading copy. list. So I have to have to check it out. Uh, well, Ben, would you mind closing us in prayer? Sure. Uh, Lord, just thank you for this time um, and to talk about welcoming, and I just pray whoever you know is listening, or me and Aubrey, Lord, just be faithful to greet our the folks that we know each week and the folks that we don't. And I pray just you would um, help us to step out of our comfort zone, to get up, to greet, to welcome, and just to love on others as we would want them to love on us as well if we were guests in uh, their church. So uh, we just ask for your help in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And well, thank you guys again for joining us on the Worship Poor podcast and look forward to uh, you joining us for our next episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Worship Poor Podcast, where we talk about Christian worship for worshipers. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode and continue coming back for more. Check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and follow the podcast at the Worship Poor Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and X. Be sure to like, save, and subscribe. And thanks again 
for joining me on the Worship 4 podcast.